best of Rogers. Highlights of previously broadcast Neil Rogers programs. The opinions of the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of this station or its advertisers. Now, the best of Neil with your host, Neil Rogers, on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Time now for the game show where politicians question the answers they came up with during the past three years. It's Election Jeopardy! And now, here's your host, Alex Q. Public. Thank you. Returning today for Final Jeopardy is our reigning champion, George Bush. Are you ready to risk all you've earned so far, George? Yeah, I'm going for broke. Sort of like the overtaxed middle class. No all right, here's your answer. The reason George Bush could lose in 1992. Oh, jeez. Why is it banana? Oh, I dumped him. Quail? No, well, if he didn't thank me the first term, he never will. Is that a thing? No, I got the nightmare on recession street. Wait, I got it. All right, George, let's see what you got. No. New idea. Form of a question, please. Oh, you mean like, why don't I have any new ideas? Yeah. Hey, looks like our voting audience has decided your time's up. What? Quick! Run the Willie Horton commercial! Join us next time for Election Jeopardy. Bars! <laughs> Here's a lady in the Gables. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Neil? Yes? Your favorite person. My favorite person? Yeah. Orlando, your voice has changed. <laughs> No. I hope you know I meant well with the veal. Neil. Oh, is this Johnny Dark's sister? No. This is the animal rights person. The animal rights? You were not the animal rights person the other day. You were the veal lady. What's that got to do with animal rights? Well... What does that mean, animal rights? What does that mean? Just like they say human rights or, you know... Well, since when do animals have rights? Since they feel just like we do. No, that domain, they feel, that rhymes with veal and neal. <laughs> That's what I said. I Makes me want to squeal when I think of a delicious veal. Let's everybody go out and have a veal parmesan sandwich for lunch today. Neil. Flores has a good one. Veal? I guess you took it personally, but anyway. I, just I didn't take it you, personally at I all. Not in the least bit. I just want you, you to know that You're the one that I took it well. personally. No, what? you did not mean well. You're just, uh, you're just a conniving bitch trying to tell everybody else what to do. No, I'm not. I don't the, the One thing I do not care for is people try to tell me what the hell I've to do. I've never tried to tell you what to do. I you told you came right on the air the other day and said, I've got to change my attitude I about this. You told me you must or else. I never said you have Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, I didn't, Neil. Did. Did. No, I didn't. Did. No, I didn't. Did. No. Yep. No. 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 Yep. No. No. See what I mean? You're it's true. It. It's well, true. let's move on to something else because I'm not going to change my mind. I like veal and I'm going to keep eating it. And I'm going to eat whatever the well, hell I like and it's not, my business and you mind your own goddamn that's, business. That's not There's why nothing I, illegal about buying veal, okay? That, that's not why I call I don't want to hear about, oh, the poor baby cows. There are people out there dying on the street, sleeping freezing to death. and. In your life, have you ever heard anything like that in your life? Twice. I had it, you know, it doesn't make any difference, but I mean, twice you got it in there. And back at you, bitch. Boy, the most obnoxious, the most disgusting. No wonder she's into baby cow. Certainly nothing human would come close to her. God. That call was worse than the other one. 
There's a lady in Pembroke Pines. Hello there. Hi. Hi, I'm a long-time listener of you. Well, that's great. I'm 83. I'll be damned. I've got to be serious. Yes. I received a beautiful, beautiful letter from Harry Somerville. From who? Harry Somerville of Camellia Fountain. Oh. And I think you should... I, I think I should read this over the air. No. No, everybody who uh, donates gets that, and the rest of them uh, don't want to hear about it because they're not interested. Isn't that a damn shame? Yeah. Everybody thinks... Yeah, 95% of them are uh, very close to that lady who called before that uh, didn't get on the air about... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't she a charmer? She was a she was what you called her. Exactly. First class bitch. Right. Exactly. I'm sorry that you have to be subjected to people. And I am too. I think it's disgusting. There isn't enough money in the free world that anybody should have to sit here and be subjected to uh cowardly people like her on the phone. Correct. People who sit behind the anonymity of the telephone and act real bold and brave and spew mung all over uh, the poor talk host. It's sad. It is. It's sad. It's sad, it's sad. for our generation. And right. Our That's coming. what Bush said. It's sad. It's sad. Well, honey, it's a beautiful letter, and you got credit, uh, WIOD and Neil Rogers. I get credit for nothing. I get blamed for everything that goes wrong. It's I get not credit in this for, letter. I get credit. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about here. Well, Everything bad that happens, I'm uh, behind it. Well, I'm responsible for it. I'm a part of it. No. I'm like just a uh, a loose cannon. No, you just stay well. As William Conrad would say, a big loose cannon. <laughs> you just stay well, honey. I'm 83, and I hope to live another just another hundred and ten. <laughs> well, you sound pretty good for, uh, to me. Oh, you just take care. Of yourself. Okay, and you we too. love you. Thank you. Bye, bye, mom. You're listening to the best of Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Where's that? Jerry sticks his head in here again just now in the middle of uh, that traffic report and says to me, I thought you agreed we weren't going to do the music. Now, didn't we take a little poll on this the other day, informal poll, and like we talked to four million people and every one of them said we want the music on the traffic? See, length of listenership, we got these big numbers in here between 10 and 2. This particular book, and of course I know the books are all full of crap, but nonetheless I'll take credit for it. I mean, it like stands out, like it just jumps out at you, those enormous, enormous... I'll give you an example, okay? Let's toot our own horn here for a second, okay? You're probably used to that. Henry's used to tooting his own. Um, where the hell are the numbers? Here we are. Day parts, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. The weakest hour of the Renary Show is that 9 to 10 hour. I wonder why. 3-9. At 10 o'clock, we got a 7-7. Then an 8-1, a 7-9, a 7-7, and a 2, Rick and Suds, a 4-6. So anyway, what I'm trying to say to you is obviously this audience wants the music behind the thing because it's entertaining, it's amusing, and now uh, boy Gary says that the uh, traffic with people are having a fit and they're just uh, going nuts and they're a bunch of crybabies is what it is. And I think, uh, you know, there's a certain time to draw the line in the sand and put your foot down and say I'm not going to wimp out and I'm not putting up with that crap. And like I said, if it's okay to have the drum beats behind uh, Tom uh, Paxton, George Michael, whatever his name is, at uh, 520 on Channel 4, then what's a little soft music about that level behind the traffic to just to kind of spice it up a little bit, right? That's what I say. I could be wrong. But I think, like I said, there's a time to draw the line in the sand and don't let the... Once he starts muscling in here, man, then we're in trouble. Then it won't stop. Mess with success. Screw their traffic, okay? We can do better traffic taking it out of a 10-gallon hat like they do the ratings. I'm not going to make a big issue out of the thing. I mean, uh, you know, if the people, if the guys at uh, Traffic Watch Patrol 
And not only that, then I get blamed for a Dave Graveline getting canned, too, okay? That makes it even worse. I get blamed for that. He gets fired because he didn't have my support. I have nothing to say about anything that goes on in this building. Even on, this, on my own show, I have no control over it. And he's got the unmitigated chutzpah to blame me for Cannon Graveline's ass? That takes some real big ones, I'll tell you that. Must have been sleeping with the elephants last night and stole a pair, Gary. That's incredible. that unbelievable? He got fired because he didn't have my support all these months? How about the audience's support? Man, just, it's just unbelievable. No matter if, if, like, a bird drops a big one on one of the upper-level management people's car, it's my fault, okay? Because the bird was listening to this show, and he came, like, over to the building to give us a message. Up with the music, down with uh, the traffic, that's what I say. I mean, I just can't believe it. And it comes in here like all of it, like this is a, a bulletin. I mean, we've been doing this for days now, okay? We had the one newscast that we uh, knuckled under. And the audience said, we're not putting up with this crap. We want our music. Don't we pay BMI and ASCAP big bucks every year so we can play music here on uh, both of these important radio stations? So anyway, the music's gone. That's history. It's official now. They're putting their feet down, man, in clay, in stone, and granite. Your music has been stolen on the hourly uh, traffic reports, okay? So you can all call up Joe Brennan, Mike, uh, George, Michael, Paxton, uh, whatever his name is, Roberts. And Tanya Cruz and all the others say, cry babies. Cry babies. Now, I want to see when Channel 4 takes the drum beats off the news at 520. That's what I want to see, okay? How come they don't whip out of Channel 4 and kiss up to these guys with their inaccurate, grotesque, highly overrated, embarrassing traffic reports? How come, how come that is, George? Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, jeez. This place, I'm telling you. This, see, this is what happens. The book just, uh, that's the first copy of the book. We actually have the, the four hours on this show are like skyrocketing, gigantic, almost enough to give you a little ego, which in this building is impossible. And then, man, it's like, okay, let's put that thumb. Do we have Under My Thumb by the Stones? Let's play that instead of the news at noon. We do have that. Is that in there? Suds brought in that double stones thing, but I have a feeling it's probably long gone. I don't see it. Oh, oh, there it is. I'll be there. And that Suds, man, what a guy. Always liked that Suds a lot. But I bet you that's not on here. Under my thumb. There it is. It is on here. Okay, we're going to play that in lieu of the new news. We're playing Under My Thumb. It's up to George. It's his choice. <laughs> Your choice, George. Either pot up the news or the cassette deck. One or the other. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. I mean, this is getting ridiculous now. It's it's like uh, they're just it's like somebody just opened up a gigantic, uh, like a like a big dumpster, and they turned it upside down, loaded with elephant droppings, and just turned it upside down on our heads in here today, as a way of saying thanks for the great job you're doing for us. There you go, man. I feel like I'm covered with it from head to toe. Mm, kind of interesting. Hey, listen, I'm going to knuckle under. They pay me enough. I'll do whatever they want. Let's go. <laughs> I will. Whatever the hell they want. They want me to play Chinese polkas here for four hours every day. If they just keep the checks coming, no problem at all. Whatever you want, you got it, Disney. He does have it. You can see that look in his face. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good. I need some advice on going to the track. I have never Don't. been. Don't? <laughs> no, it's just a joke. 
If you go to Pompano, don't sit in the dining room because Ralph will put you next to a bunch of loud, obnoxious people. I think I'm too far away to go to Pompano because I'm in Miami. No, you're not. Right. Why is that? Just go up 95, get off an Atlantic Boulevard and make a left, and you're right there. Well, no, but I thought that Hialeah was closer. Well, Hialeah is closer, but unfortunately it's not open at this time. So you oh. can go there and see the Flamingos. They're still doing it, but that's uh, that's it. Can't wow. lose any money there now. Well, that would actually... Also can't get in. <laughs> then it's no good. Okay, so if I, I would, what I would like Come to Come up do... to Pompano. We need your money. Post time, 7.30, Monday through Saturday nights. We need your money. It's a lot of fun. Well, how long can you... How long... It's from 7.30 until when? Until whenever you want to leave. When did it close? Uh, the last race is about 11.15, 11.30. Okay, and if... What I would but, like... I mean, they don't, like, lock the door and lock you in. They would like to, I'm sure, because they want all your money, but you can leave whenever you want, like I did the other night. Well, give me an idea in terms of how much money I could... I don't want to spend lots of money. I want to bring a visiting guest up there. Right. And I don't know how Make much reservation in the clubhouse. Call my good personal friend Ralph in the clubhouse. Make reservation. Have a nice dinner up there. The food is good. Get the stir-fry, the onion soup. How much and, does uh, dinner generally run? Oh, maybe 15 20 bucks. Okay. So for the two of us, that would be around $30, $40. Right. How much should... If I know absolutely... You bet $2 a race just okay. for fun. You stay for about seven, eight races. That would be 15 bucks a piece. So that's like... Uh, for less than 100 bucks. you can go have dinner and a good night. Okay. And in terms of the racing, since I know nothing that, about that's betting... That's the you're going to win. Just bet, uh, just pick uh, drivers' colors or horses' names and just bet like to, bet to show. If I like the way bet the Bet to show, everybody. Just bet two bucks to show. Then if they come in first, second, or third, you cash, okay? Okay. Just pick a horse to show. Okay. And it won't get a lot back, but at least it'll give you a little uh, something, okay? That'll be a good introduction. Yeah. Okay. Just go right up 95 to the Atlantic Boulevard in Pompano Beach. You get off there, go left, and you go to the uh, to power line, and you're right there at the track. And I can do this for the two of us for around $100. Less. I mean, depending, I can't control how much you plunge. If you get the fever and start going nuts, don't call me tomorrow. Oh, gee, I lost my... I can't help that. Well, maybe I'd give anything if I would have been there last night. Man, oh, man, Jeff Gregory with 19. Bet on Jeff Gregory, okay? All right. Jeff Gregory is God. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay, good luck. Bye. She'll probably go up there and win like a trifecta for $14,000, and I'll have to hear about it. Miami Beach. Yeah, hey, Neil, I got uh, a spy report for you. Yes? I went uh, across the street and had uh, food at the wonderful Thai restaurant you keep talking about. Yeah. And I was sitting at a table with my back to a man, and a voice was real familiar. And You they, mean across the street here? Uh, right across the street. So I am... Uh, uh, I am by the bay. Yeah, right. The name of it. And I heard this voice order a some young guy soup. <laughs> and I turned around, and it was Rick Sanchez. No, I believe it. He never stopped talking, and he finished the whole bowl within 15 minutes and just never stopped. Yeah. Well, you know, he's real original, that Ricky Sanchez. Well, that's why he... See, the, the reason that he had to go over there, it's the only place uh, in the area he could walk for lunch. They won't let him drive. Right, and he didn't even have a beer with dinner either. boy, Rick. You're butchered up now. <laughs> that's it. Thanks for the report. Excellent. Okay, thanks, Neil. This is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD with the best of Rogers.
Coral Gables. Neil. Yeah. What's going on? How you doing? Uh, okay, boss. Got a spy report for you. Yeah. From uh, Rick Sanchez. I mm-hmm. called you last week, told you that, what kind of car you drive. Yeah. Well, check this out. He, a couple of my friends are coming over to my house in, uh, in two cars. Yeah. So it, he lives like six houses away from me. And uh, he, we, they, they both pulled down the block, and they were driving a little fast. Yeah. So I pulled into my driveway, and uh, he's come walking from his house and told both of my friends that that is no way to drive in a residential area. <laughs> and, uh, oh, he didn't have his little Channel 7 Sky Cam, did he? <laughs> no, I think it's because his little kids were playing outside. Oh, he gets so emotional about this stuff. Yeah, it's funny. Every time a pedestrian walks up the causeway here, like in front of Channel 7 and IOD, he sticks his head out the window and sings that. <laughs> Guy's just a douchebag. He's the best. He doesn't like you very much. Really? Yeah. Why, did he tell you that? No, no, well... I didn't really talk to him about it. I don't want him. Maybe he might be listening. Well, then how do you know that? Because, you know, you're always talking bad about him. Well, you're right. He hates me like poison. But he does listen every day. He's listening right now. Oh, well, that's great. So, well, you know. Bottoms up, Rick. He's listening right now? Oh, yeah. Well, then, Rick Sanchez, you're a douchebag. Mind your own business, Rick. Leave these punks alone, okay? Get a life. Jerk, he zips up and down the block like he owns the road. Yeah, well, that's right, because he's got the right connections. Have a great lark. See ya. <laughs> oh, man, are they emotional today, huh? If you're confused as to what we're talking about, join the crowd, okay? We just got so much going on. We also have a memo here from Boy Gary. It says it's been determined that Neil Rogers is responsible for the following. He's even doing shtick now. He's doing material, Boy Gary. Neil Rogers is responsible for the following. Hot 105's format change. All traffic tie-ups on 95, Rick and Sud's bad bits, lengthy coffee breaks at the FCC, Steve Kane's birth, Manuel Noriega's complexion, Sonny Fox sounding suspiciously more and more like Ron St. John, worldwide shortage of Snapple, salespeople asking plastic surgeons for an asshole removal, Ellis Rubin's ego, the demise of the Birch ratings, St. John's basketball loss not so loud to U.M., Patricia Bowman screaming Michael instead of William, forcing WQAM to use a microscope to see their ratings, Governor Childs, Waxy's music mix, Dexter Leighton's unemployment, Alex Bennett's talent, Johnny Carson's retirement, WLYF's market dominance, all losing horses at any racetrack, and the firing of Dave Gravelock. Sorry, Dave, it's all my fault. This is the same programming department that hired Alex Bennett, that hired Dickie Farkle against my strenuous, hysterical opposition, and anybody really believes that I have anything to do with who works here or not? Man, it's all my fault. Here's a lady in Hollywood. Hello. Hi, Neil. Listen, I'm just calling you about, I don't know if you remember yesterday, a guy called about parrots. Oh, yeah, he had that yellow uh, thing. Right. He had a yellow thing. You know, if you... <laughs> Probably worked in the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> really? If you decide that you are going to get a bird... Who said I'm getting a bird? Where did that come well, from? Well, no, because you were talking about it yesterday, and you were you were pretty impressed with the way that, that the birds talked, right? That don't mean I'm going to get one. Well, no, but I was going to say, if you decided that you were going to get one... Yeah. You could talk to your buddy, Casey. 
Oh, KC from the Sunshine Band is a bird. He's a bird man. He's got like all kinds of birds. Absolutely. Yeah, he told me he's seen a bird or two in his time. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, I don't know what he meant by that, but I think I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, because his, uh, I think Rick Green is his manager, or was his manager. Rick Reed? Green. Rick Green. I don't know who that is. Uh, I think, uh, I'm not sure. I, I met him back in like 1979 or something like that at uh, Cable Car. At what? At Cable Car. It's a Cable Car? It's a pet store. Oh, a pet store called oh, yeah. Cable Car? Yeah. Why would you name a pet store Cable Car? I have no idea. <laughs> but they've that's got... like naming a flower shop Street Lamp. <laughs> right? Well, I don't get it. I'm missing something. Place, you know. um, be like, it would be like naming a uh, sandwich shop Subway. Th- yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Now I understand. Okay, that's now right. I got it. No, but I, I met him there with um, your other buddy, Bill Tanner. Yeah. And they were there together. Why do you say my buddy? Why do you say that? Well, uh, now that now that he's into the, this whole mess, now everybody wants to like link me, Bill, like my good close personal friend, okay, whom well, I've seen twice in my life. I'm being. Fishy. Not that I'm trying to distance myself. You do understand, although my th- feet are moving rapidly. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, as I said, I was being facetious. Of course. <laughs> okay. But as I said, you know... If I don't have any idea what you're talking about. You started out about getting a bird and about KC and the Big Bird and the Yellow Bird. Oh, well, no. And now we're talking like, about Tanner and Dance in Your Pants. Oh, and yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, KC's manager was at the cable car with Bill Tanner. Right. They were getting KC a bird. Well, don't be giving that information. They were, they were at the cable car with the, uh, Bill Tanner and giving KC the bird? <laughs> oh, this is getting worse by the minute. You may, be, uh, you may have to give a deposition on this whole deal. Uh-oh. Cut the crap. <laughs> Am I going to get one of your, uh, your infamous letters? No, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, have a great day and right, a happy thanks. bird to you. Okay, thanks. You too. Uh, a good bird is a happy bird. Absolutely. See you. Thanks. Bye-bye. That's what the scooting lady would say. I wonder if birds scoot. Do you think so? Fort Lauderdale. Hey, how you doing? How are you? All right. I just wanted to call and voice my opinion that I think the traffic, they think they suck. I'm just down with them. Yeah. But they Bunch be... of crybabies. Exactly. They should... You're going to be a crybaby, at least have uh, something to stand behind. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're trying to change the world. Right. They're like a bunch of Rayman there. Exactly. They're busy out there looking for Buddha. Right. On the highway. You should play the puking instead. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, two for the price of one. They didn't say, they said you couldn't play music. They didn't say you could play anything else. Oh, you mean I should play the puking behind it? No, it's his five minutes now. Boy, Gary said that the news is his five minutes. Uh-huh. Now, of course, he doesn't realize all the times that uh, certain people, I don't want to mention Elaine or Lisa's name, went over the five minutes. So over the last three years, they owe us about six and a half hours. He don't understand that. That's right. Because I've been keeping track. They owe us. They owe you a lot. You bet. Right. They owe me their lives, okay? And what do they do to respond? They don't even go... They wouldn't even walk across the street. If this was a real class operation, with this book that just came out today, Boy Gary would come in here and whip the $3 out of his own stupid wallet and say, I'm going to go across and bring you back the soup, just as a way of showing that we do appreciate even as minimal as it is. That's right. The ratings go down. They should all be beat. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Good call. Not a good call. A great call. From somebody who's got some cojones there, not like certain people I know in this building. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Yeah, I don't know how you can say anything about I can just the see the poster that goes with that. About the what? The traffic reports. Last Thursday morning, I'm coming across 595. Traffic is beautiful. 
and they said there's an accident at 595 in the Turnpike uh, entrance. Yeah. There was no accident there. Of course not. All of hey, didn't you hear this I morning hear... they were talking about the thing on Alligator Alley and they had the helicopter yeah. and there was a... and then it turned out there was nothing there either. But then all of a they sudden make stuff I hear up. a squeal of brakes yeah. and there's an accident. I mean, they told me about that accident three minutes before it happened. Yeah, that's the psychic I crap. Mean, Look at that. And he just got, he just cut himself off. Your phone just died, sir, okay? And I could have told you that about like three seconds before it happened. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale who would go get a soup, but she's not close enough. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you would do it for us. You sound nice. I sure would. Hi, Neil. Hi. Um, you, with all this bird talk, I had this flashback. I had two birds like a year ago. Yeah. Not so very long. But you were talking Ooh, that about... that car rack is really doing it today. <laughs> um... These two birds, when you would the one when you would hold them on your hands, yeah, he would like uh, drop his tail down and he would like rub on you. We had a bird here that used to do that. That's why we had to get rid of it. Because like you were talking before, but with a bird, scoot, I mean, I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. Well, it probably sounds like scoot, but uh, not all the letters are the same. <laughs> <laughs> But it just reminded me of that. The bird was so crazy. I hated them. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to feel that way, too, the last couple of years. I keep my noisy. distance. Huh? They're just noisy and messy. And, and they make a lot of mess. And, and then they uh, they flap around in that cage, and they knock all the seeds and their other uh, droppings all around the living room or wherever you got them. And it's exactly. just, uh, you know, they're kind of useless. Unless you want a nice appetizer, sometimes they're not too bad. <laughs> well, I guess I had a scooting bird, you know. Yeah, the old scooting bird. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a great day. And next time a bird drops something in your hand, I'd wash it. Uh, oh, yeah, I will. And your hand, too. Have a great life. It's the best of Rogers. And this is News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. It was an acknowledgement of the fact that I'd had a gay life and that I understood what gay sex was about. That, you know, that it was, it was not about, you know, faggery at all. It was about violence and savagery in a lot of senses. I think one of the, one of the, uh, the, the things that stunned me uh, when the record was released was suddenly I realized that I'd found a female audience. Just by being honest about the fact that, you know, I, that I have, I understand. You know, I understand how gay people feel. I understand and I identify. And I know how it feels to be a woman. I know how it feels to be a woman because I am a woman. You know, and I won't be classified as just a man. In that book I made it clear The magic box Words of the men is where I steer The magic box At Roger Daltrey I sometimes stare The magic box I like his walk and I like his hair The magic box I watch his jeans when he struts The magic box I just love his magic butt Let's go to uh, Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. This is Miguel from Hialeah. Hey, Miguel, que paso? Nada. Okay. I had two problems I wanted to discuss with you. Numero uno? Pardon? Pardon me? I, I had First, two problems I'd like to discuss with you. Ein, 
Spy? Dry, who do you fear? What are you talking about? I'm just talking different languages now. It's your bi multilingual show. I want to get Sandy Payton pissed off. Okay. I have two problems I want to discuss with you. Yes. What do you think about the Cubans, the three Cubans that went to Cuba? What? Now, what am I supposed to tell you about that? I don't know, man. What, what am I supposed to say about that? Do you think they got executed? Do I think they did? How the hell do I know? That's like saying, do I think the Yankees are going to win a pennant? I don't know. <laughs> no. And my other problem. Yeah, well, wait a minute. That's your problem? No, I, I, I really, I want to know what's going on there. If, I want to know who, if you think. No, you no, wait a minute. You see, you want to know if I think. Well, no, I don't. They're going to get executed. No, I don't know. How the hell do I know if they're going to get executed or not? I hope not, but how do I know? Why would you call and ask me about what if I think? Because <laughs> I don't. I don't think. That's why I come in here and do this show. Oh. I stopped thinking five years ago. Okay, what's the second question? I hope it's not as morbid and depressing as that. Oh, okay, okay. What do you think about the problems at the kitchen club? There's too many people. The what? There's too many people at the kitchen club. You're not one of the kitchen club people, are you? No. Then how do you know there's too many people there? Because I go, but there's too many. There's too many what? People. Too many guys. It's crowded. It, it is jammed? Jam packed. Well, just open the door and say, jam this, and they'll all run out of there like uh, <laughs> bat out of hell. Oh, have okay. A, have a great life. Good day. Boy, this thing with the kitchen club, I must be missing something over there. It's like, it's like off in the corner, you know, where the 21st Street parking lot is there? Across from Wolfie's? And across from what used to be the 21st Street, they closed it down, uh, Cinema? Uh, in the corner there, it's the uh, where the Seagull used to be, and there used to be a kosher restaurant. It's been about 100 years. There's a place called a Kitchen Club, and I never knew it had a name. And all the uh, punky kids who can't squeeze in on South Beach at night, uh, I guess the kids who are not fashionable enough dressers and good-looking enough to go down on South Beach, they all go in there, and they, like, jam in there, and they're, like, lined up. And I don't uh, know what goes on in there, but according to little Joey, probably a little grab-ass, huh? Hollywood, hello. Hey, what's it say on my right up there, uh? On my line, on the computer. It just says Hollywood. Why is it supposed to say something special? Yeah. Like? This is Jeff, the Mr. Music Kid again. You Who? must remember me this time. Who? The Mr. Music Kid. Mr. Music? Oh. Every, <laughs> time, every time I call you, we have to explain this. You don't remember? Of course, yes, I remember. It's just having a lot just fun in you, Mr. Music. All right, okay. I have all those green label cassettes at my house. Yeah, how'd you like those? I huh? haven't listened to them yet. <laughs> Good, don't. I save up all that stuff for my retirement so in my doddering years I can listen. I say, oh, listen to all this. Isn't this great? <laughs> you know. Hey, speaking Sit of... Sit in my uh, rocking chair. Rocking on it. Speaking of cable car. Yes. Remember last time I called you, I had an eel in my fish tank. You had an eel in your pants? Yeah, I called you during the trousers. I don't want to talk about eels and people with lizards and snakes. I just, I find that all just... Oh, uh, I just want to tell you he kicked I don't... He what? He died. He died? I bought him a cable car. It just was big question. You bought an eel at cable car and it died? Well, yeah, they... Now, Bill to... Tanner wasn't in there when you bought it, was he? <laughs> no. Good. You just have to be real careful with your water and everything. You have to be careful with your eel. Yeah. <laughs> because if your eel gets into some bad stuff, man, it can die on you. Hey, listen, I got Is that it. right? That's a good lesson for all you punks out there. If your eel gets into any bad uh, thing, yeah. it can die right on the spot. I need to make a disclaimer right now, if you don't mind. About? Um, every time I get get a chance to call you, they either let me off or I'm at home sick. And, uh, what, do you mean, job, what do you mean they let you off? Uh, I have a day job. And, uh, and right now, obviously, I'm at home. So I called in sick today. I'm not feeling too good. And... Uh, 
And every time I call you, I get, I get what do you call it, flack the next day. You get flack? Yeah, I go back and everybody's like, oh, you're going to take the call. Or you get flaccid the next day? Yeah, they because they listen to you there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you weren't too sick to call. So I am sick. Thank you very much. Uh, you almost stepped on Mick Jagger and the Stones. You do realize that. I, I never say, really like that say, song. You never liked that song? No. You never liked Under My Thumb? It's Could be the best record they ever made. Why do you keep seeing his face? Under my thumb. Boy, did I do a good job on that or what? Ooh, boy. <laughs> what do you mean you keep seeing his face? Mick's face. Oh. No, I don't want to see his face. I like the music, okay? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see his ugly puss and his big and lips. No, it does not. <laughs> Maybe in your mind it does. Maybe that's why your eel died. Yeah. Hey, I was really broken up over that. I would imagine. You sound like it. My wallet was real broken up over that. <laughs> I am. Well, how much was it? Uh, let's see. I think it was just under 30 bucks. You went out and spent 30 bucks for a goddamn eel? Yeah, it was a big moray eel. It was really cool. It was eating um, other things in the tank, which I like, you know. I put a couple things in there, you know, they fight it out and all that. Mr. Music. <laughs> Mr. Sadist, you must program oh, no, the music on the coast. Meal. It's Sadistic. a food chain deal, you know what I it's mean? It's a what? It's a food chain. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> As in eat this. Speaking of uh, birds also, which is your topic, I guess. Yeah, that's our um, topic today, bird talk. I've had two cockatiels, and I've had them for about... I don't want to get into your personal life. <laughs> They're right under cockatoo. Yeah. They're like a mix. They're like a yeah, mix. I know what they are. Oh, okay. Um, I've had them for about seven years. And uh, you might want to start off with one of those. You know, they're nice. They're not hard to take care of at first. You know, see if you like birds or not. What, a cockatoo? Teal. Oh. They're not even very expensive. I have a line that is so good, but uh, like I said, tomorrow's payday. Have a great day, Mr. Music. Hey, thanks a lot, Neil. Can I call somebody? Sure, time? no problem. Uh, Timothy, Steve, and Nathaniel. Who was the last one? Nathaniel. Nathaniel. You're all the ones to be Amen. Thank you. Feel better. Bye-bye. Feel this. 1246 on 610 WIOD. All the music, all the time. Let's change the format, okay? That'll show those grave robbers in there a thing or two, right? Let's change the format, do long talk-ups, and make their lives miserable. Let's make them wish they were never born. As a matter of fact, let's just take over the coast next door and play some really good music that somebody would want to hear sometimes. Not bad. I thought that was pretty good. Here's a payphone in the falls. Neil. Yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. Listen, um, is it all right if I say asshole? No. I'm serious. Why? I like to call two people assholes. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, because I think they're very close to you, and you know them personally. Oh. Boy Boy, Gary. Boy Gary. Yeah. And Mike Disney. Oh. Big jerk assholes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I can't believe what they're doing to your radio show. Exactly. They're they're messing with my life. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. And I'm not going to take it anymore. Right. I mean, they go in there, and they pull the carts out. When in they doubt, they you, come in and pull it out. They tell you what to play, what not to play. Right. I mean, that car, I mean, they go over there and they pull the trouser trout car. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I don't see anything wrong with that car. Right. You know? And then they start telling you you can't play music on the track. Right. And what will be next? And then we can't have any sample in the studio. You know, no I, eating on the air. And I just really can't understand. No phone calls. No phone calls. No music. No carts. No microphone. No, see, what they're trying to do is they're trying I'm to serious. knock... Don't you understand? They're trying to knock my numbers down. I made my bonus again by a while, and they don't like that. See, when we originally wrote the contract, 
the bonus thing was set at a number so high they thought they were wise guys. They figured in no way in the world he's ever going to break a seven share, 25 to 50. It just isn't done on an AM station. So they put a ridiculous. And now I keep breaking it almost all the time. See, and they have to pay me these big bucks, and they don't like that. Well, so they're going to do everything in their power to screw up the show so everybody stops listening. Uh, they want, they only want 35 to 100. Basically, they want people over the age of death listening because that's uh, safe. The traffic report sucks. Right. And, and it's such an embarrassment. If they think that the audience has an IQ of minus infinity, they do. To realize, <laughs> well, that's why they have this. <laughs> to realize, these are the same jerks that do the traffic reports for life, right? For waxy, and they're WAT, just as, and they're just as screwed up on those stations as they are on this one. Those stations, and it's like, and it's like, you know, they make believe like it's their WIOD's traffic report. Yeah. Like they're fooling somebody. Uh, like like the thing with Mike Roberts and Tom Paxton and Tom Roberts and Mike Paxton. Like like he's fool. Like he's yanking our chain. Like we're so stupid that we don't know it's the same guy, right? Listen, by the way, I meant I wanted to also mention. I went by. Uh, Wait a minute. Okay, I didn't want you to have an accident. Okay, I don't want to step on his lips. Yeah, um, or on his tongue. Listen, I went the Outback Steakhouse over here by the falls is open. Yes. And I went by there. I didn't eat yet. I just Why not? Well, because I have to, you know, get paid first. Get that walkabout soup, man. Now, I was going to ask you, what what is in there? Because I, I got one of those menus, those little takeout menus. Well, you know how it got the name. When you look in there, you see things that walk about. No, that's just a joke. Oh. Now, there's, uh, you like cheese soup? Yes. You like onion soup? Um, it all depends. What's, uh, is it just it's only a... onions and, like, spices and all that? Onions and cheese. Oh, oh it is so good. I'm telling oh. you. Oh, wow. I'm serious. Great. It's, uh, it's creamy, and it's real thick, and it's... Uh, You'll die. You, you'll wish you had found this years ago. Wow. Well, listen, um, I like to um, uh, make another version of that uh, uh, Pellejo en la Punta. Yeah, watch yourself now. Okay, no. And this is the, it's still in Spanish, but it goes this way. You ready? Tengo mucho Pellejo en la Punta. Which means I have a lot of skin in the <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. And yeah, mark not... that up, George. Mark that down. We're gonna you'll be a, you'll be a star now. And you can mark this one down too and yeah. play this one to your heart's content. Okay. Mike uh, uh boy Gary is not just an asshole, he's a phenomenon. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Have a great life. Thank you. Okay. The best of Rogers continues in minutes on News Talk Radio six ten W I O D. This is South Florida's news, traffic and weather.